92.9 ESPN. Now, 92.9 FM ESPN presents Memphis's biggest sports columnist. You ain't got to do nothing, homeboy. You ain't writing nothing. No, you ain't. ain't writing nothing. I ain't letting him write. He ain't getting no interviews. It's the award-winning Jeff Calkins from the Daily Memphian and the Jeff Calkins Show. I don't get no interviews. I know. I'm good. I'm good. On 92.9 FM ESPN. Gentlemen, this is something they call a groundbreaker. So let me first apologize to the shots and the ties for your makeup. Cause I make you ugly as soon as it drops. We're on a rampage. Bubbles popping up before you know where there's rubble enough. Cause we'll be pushing it up. Somebody say, Everybody, happy Wednesday. John Morant makes his return tonight for the Memphis Grizzlies. We will, of course, be talking about that. Okay, on radio show, we got uh, we got John Martin. Uh, he'll be in here in the next segment. I uh, I was driving along yesterday, listening to 92.9 as I do. I like to keep it locked on 92.9 so I don't miss a moment of humor or insight. And uh, I heard a I heard a segment of John that was borderline cruel, borderline cruel, and I as I'm going to have to take it up with him uh, when when he comes in here uh, in the next segment. So we'll talk to John about various matters. Chris Harrington straight up at ten o'clock. We never did get to the uh, uh, a fellow on Twitter named Melvin Purdy compared Memphis barbecue Heroic joint. work. Memphis barbecue joints to old school centers, and uh, and and I know happen to know. Chris Harrington is a fan of centers, and barbecue. Yes, and uh, and so I'll I will ask him how he thinks uh, Melvin Purdy did uh, with his. What is your y- y- rendezvous? Rendezvous is your go to place, right? Right. The r- rendezvous is your go. Well, so I think go to is different. A different okay. category than favorite because, like, you know, it's down. Let's be honest, it's not like you can just on a whim go grab some rendezvous. Like, it's I see. So, not it's you, a decision. You do not eat the mo- you do not eat more uh rendezvous than anything else, Correct. you but it is your but food, it is my say, favorite, your yes. favorite place, yes. So, the one I eat the most is Tops, the one that you eat the most, really, yes. What do you get at Tops? Uh, it depends. I mean, I know the burger. Yeah. Enough, enough about the damn Tops. Want, bur- enough about the damn Tops burger. To your point, though, if I want barbecue, it depends how fat I'm feeling. If I'm if I'm feeling like, uh, you know, I can I can kind of pig out. I love the sampler. Where basically, and what get, is the sampler? You get pork shoulder, ribs, uh, pulled pork or uh, pulled chicken, uh, the smoked chicken, I guess, uh, fries and beans, 
Um, it's conservatively 3,000 calories. Um, but like on Sunday, or no, I went Saturday. I just went uh, uh, pork, the pork shoulder plate. Um, and do you get it? You get it? You get it to go? Typically, yeah. I, I, my dad and I will occasionally go, but usually I get tops to go. Now he's doing wings too. Memphis hot wings. Yeah. I didn't see that one. Memphis wing places, and I mean, Melvin's N- just doing and they're doing N- the NBA, Lord's work. And their NBA point guard comparisons. I haven't heard that one. You can see him on uh, Twitter at MLVNPRDY at MLVNPRDY to get his to get his hot wings. Who was the rendezvous? I'm trying to look this up here. Which was the uh, the rendezvous was. So Central was Hakeem. The barbecue shop was Kareem. Uh, they, here they are. The rendezvous. Yours. Here we go. Your, your, your all-time favorite rendezvous is Bill Russell. A staple. What a, what a perfect cop. And has dominated the game for years and always got to get its respect for being an original. But the game has evolved, and there are a couple of better ones out there that have a little more skill to them. Your thoughts? I'm sorry. I'm just too busy counting my championships. <laughs> Uh, anyway, we'll talk to Chris Harrington about Anybody that. got more rings? We do have a lot to get to. Big day for me. I'm going to the Smile Center today. As you know, I had this traumatic experience uh, where I, I, a searing, searing, really debilitating toothache. And I got to give Dr. Medi Sadeghi at the Smile Center full credit because he, I reached out to him on the weekend and he was willing to help. I, I, I made it through that one weekend, and then I got in to see him, and then I had to go to an endodontist, who happened, to, by the way, to graduate from Furman. So uh, nice little run for him. And uh, uh, Shout out, Paladin. But now I got to go get a cap, and uh, dental work is – love Dr. Sedig. Mm-hmm. No one looks forward to dental work. No. It's, been lever- it's been relatively painless – Completely painless, honestly, and, and just not not bad at all. Uh, today, guess t- what time the appointment is? Noon. Two thirty. <laughs> it's not even a it's not even a dad joke, is it? No, it's, it's a kid bad. joke. It's, it's a joke. bad joke. Mm-hmm. It's a bad joke. Uh, anyway, so that's the lineup today. Uh, more of this. You know what? I, it's thinking of bad jokes. I watched the Chris Rock special last night. Mm-hmm. That was terrible. Did oh, you watch it? You liked the live, it? The live one? I thought it was awful. I well, thought it, honestly, I thought it was a be- I thought it was a good argument for Chris Rock should retire. Um, I mean, honestly, I, though, I, the, I, the stuff was old. I'm an old. I'm a, I'm a 55 year old dating. What dating is like? It just seemed seemed like he should retire to me. And then I, I, I actually I enjoyed the stuff about Will Smith because I liked mm-hmm. his. I, I did want to hear the Will Smith stuff. Yeah. A lot of this stuff seemed like, my God, he, he's one of the great, he is one of the great comedians of the world. He didn't, that was a, I thought it was a singularly tired performance. Uh, making fun of woke, like whatever, like that's, is, I, you can, it's fine, but it's, isn't it like kind of an old joke at this point? Yeah, uh, I mean, the other problem is it was largely the same routine that he did with Chappelle when well, they came I, here. You had so seen I'd, it. I'd seen that. Um, but yeah, I still liked it. I thought it was. I th- I like my two thirty joke better. Mm-hmm. I like my two thirty joke better than nearly any joke uh-huh. I heard uh, from Chris Rock, which I watched last night. Anyway, um, okay. On to sp- matters of sport. On to matters of sport. The World Baseball Classic ended last night in dramatic. It really, 
you couldn't have scripted it mm-hmm. fashion with uh, Shohei Otani uh, pitching to Mike Trout. Two out. Bottom of the ninth. Full count. Full count. U.S. Well, U.S. Down at, down by down by one. Teammates. All times great. Greats. Finally having a meaningful mm-hmm. at bat. And the uh, Angels must be awesome. All I can think is that to have two of those players on the same team, mm-hmm. they must be incredible. Awesome. I don't follow it as closely as I mm-hmm. once did when I was a major league beat, beat writer, but they must be incredible. Anyway, we do have. Uh, we do have the way that it ended, uh, and this is from our, our, our Japanese friends. Because you know those end of... Because you know... Th- Whoops, that's the wrong one. That's the wrong one. It's the other one. Full count. Otani ka? Trout ka? Uh, two fastballs and a slider. The graphics made it even better. Like it looked like a <laughs> Japanese game show. Japanese television graphics Here's are just the thing. second to none. Is it obviously could not have been more dramatic? Tr- truly, could not have been more dramatic. Um, is it? it I, I do not find it painful as an American that that the U.S. lost that game. No, I think that's more than fair. And why is that? Because like, we're going to go why, right back to not caring. Why does it mean, like, is it like, are we, I hate to say this, are we like, I don't want to be Clay Thompson in the Dylan Thompson, Clay Thompson thing, but is it like we're like, can we just say to Japan, we'll show you the rings? Like, you know. No, I mean, if they want to do, they have, so last night would have tied it. They, that's the I don't third. mean that. I mean, yeah. I mean in world domination. I mean, you know, like uh, the I mean, World we War II. I mean, we did fight like, a We got some rings yeah. that they don't, you know. We got rings. They don't got rings. I just think in the end, like, it's not ingrained in our culture. Like, national national team baseball is not right. part of. International. Correct. International sports is not what drives us right. emotionally. I think that's right. I mean, even think about, like, take, like, something that we dominate in, like, Olympic basketball. Like, right, we, don't we really watch it because, really like, that much. like, well, this is better than watching rowing. But, you know <laughs> what I mean? Uh, I think that's right. We don't really uh, I mean, like, think about the the national things we actually care about, like, actually watch. Like, it's the Ryder Cup. It's stuff with history. Maybe 50 years down the line, this will be a bigger deal because Manfred made a push yesterday saying we got to, you know, th- he understands that the U.S. has to have their best pitchers. Like, they it, to make it. How does it people volunteer? So. And the teams have a way. To, can teams that's obviously the, just say teams the have you control. can't go? So basically what happened is. Most of the good pitchers, either the teams put such restrictions on them that there was no point in sending them, or guys couldn't get insured. Like, I think Verlander couldn't get insured, and so now that you have all these massive investments... In, you want it to be midseason? It would be better if it's midseason. I don't hate when it is on the calendar. The problem is a large portion of it ran up against the NCAA right, tournament. People, people aren't caring about baseball yet. But like, what like, is this thing? Like, la- last night was like a. I don't think oh, there's no, any argument. Like, it was, hey, it was great. It's a Tuesday night. There was nothing was going great. on in the middle. I mean, if they wanted to, if I wish they could do it like hockey does, 
But even hockey didn't do it like the Olympics last time. No, hockey said the hell with it. Yeah. <laughs> hockey has said the hell with it. And, and a lot of it just is what we, you're running into is that owners. Uh, They've they made such so investments. Owners yeah. are like, I do. I have $200 million what, what yes. in this guy. Why do I want him to go pitch for, Correct. you know, the U.S.? No, yes. thank you very much. Um, anyway. All right. So that happened. And then, of course, the other thing that happened uh, yesterday was uh, John Morant spoke and um, – I was there. It's funny. I saw a picture in the Daily Memphian of the scrum. Saw that too. See that? Yeah. It's like. Doesn't my silver hair look resplendent? I mean, just glowing. Just resplendent. Uh, shout out to uh, to Jenny who comes, who cuts my hair because it was my silver. I don't know when this happened. Uh, I used to be the young guy on the beat. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, anyway, um, Ja was there. And if you, if you. Hey, you know, we can break down. Well, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me preface it all with this. It's all just words at this point. And, um, and, and there is a limit to it. And not only that, I feel like we have, uh, I feel like we have, we've had enough words spilled on John Morant over the last two weeks that, uh, that what is needed is not necessarily more words. So huge limit to all of it. That's the important caveat. If you're out there saying, yeah, uh, uh, actions speak loud. Among other things, Josh said that yesterday. And so everyone acknowledges that, that, that words are just words. And so there's a limitation to all of this. Having said that, words are all we got now, right? Until yeah. tonight, words are all we got. Interestingly, tonight, Taylor Jenkins said, and Drew Hill asked, Jeff from the Daily Memphian asked this question. It had not occurred to me to ask the question whether he would be coming off the bench. And I was kind of surprised. Um, he said, yeah, because Ja had brought up in the previous, because Dylan, I think, had said, or someone, one of the Grizzlies had said that Ja had said he'd be willing to come off the bench or he might come off the bench because he didn't want to disrupt uh, what a wonderful flow they were, they were in. And, uh, and so Drew Hill asked Taylor Jenkins about it. And Taylor said, yeah, we haven't quite decided yet, but he may well be coming off the bench for a couple of games. So who knows? We'll see. We'll see how that goes. But anyway, until we see him play, and that will unfold tonight, words are all we have. So uh, let's go through some of them. Um, I thought one of the important things he said was, and Chris Harrington asked this question right off the bat, was whether, asked whether it will be this this whatever the counseling stuff was, whether it's over or whether it's going to be continuing. And he was very clear. He said it's an ongoing process. And I like this. I've been there for two weeks, but that doesn't mean I'm completely better. It's an ongoing process that I've continued since I've been out. Now, what that looks like, who knows? What his commitment to it is, who knows? Um, but, you know, it, it doesn't take a genius to know that you can't, uh, whatever it is you're dealing with, whatever it is any of us are dealing with, whether it's big, small, whatever, if you went to consult with a counselor for two weeks, I don't think most of us think that would, that would wrap it up. And, uh, and so that was significant, I thought. Secondly, he said he doesn't have an alcohol problem. And uh, it was interesting how resolute he was. Like, he was clearly to get out the message that he did not have an alcohol problem. Um, the, the question actually wasn't even, do you have an alcohol problem? It was, uh, 
It was whether alcohol has played a, basically a role in the decision in your, you know, in your bad decision making. And he immediately said, I don't have an alcohol problem. I never had an alcohol problem. I went there for counseling and learned how to manage stress to cope with stress in a positive way. Now it's funny, like people, this is, this is the world he's in now. Like Doug Gottlieb, a-hole, which I, I feel comfortable saying, he immediately retweeted jaw drinking and quote tweet, I don't have an alcohol problem. Uh-huh. I, I don't see how anyone could sit over here and freaking diagnose wh- whether has someone else has an alcohol problem. You know, that's, 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 I said the exact same thing yesterday. Like I just don't, the problem is if you're going to judge whether or not there's an alcohol problem, it's like, we don't have nearly enough no. information. Now, now, I also, by the way, I don't rule out that he has an alcohol. He would not be the first person who has an alcohol problem to say, I don't have an alcohol problem. Indeed, I think everybody who probably has an alcohol problem at one point said, I don't have an alcohol problem. Defiantly. Yeah, and probably defiantly said it. So, and, and honestly, alcohol very clearly played a role in the decision. Adam Silver said it in the decision that he made to go live. And so when alcohol starts causing you problems, one of the ways you know if you have an alcohol problem is if it starts ruining your life in, in significant ways. Costing um, you. Costing you. Costing you money, opportunity, whatever else. And it's pretty clear that was a problem. It doesn't, so, so I, it's, it's really very difficult to define. The fact that he was so quick to say it could be evidence that he has it or that he doesn't. Like, who, who the hell knows? But it was interesting that he said it. It was interesting how, how, how much he wanted to say it. I am not in a position to diagnose whether he has an alcohol problem. I am in a position, as we all are, to know that alcohol was created a problem for him in that moment. Yes. But there uh, are people that I, I do not believe are alcoholics. No, who alcohol. have alcohol yeah. at moments. Yes. At moments, yeah, 100%. Like, that's true, too. Um, uh, he's not going to get back on social media. It was weird, though, because he's on social media, isn't he? Yeah, he tweeted yesterday. He tweeted yesterday, so uh, I really don't understand that. He, I just put, I said, I'm sorry, I don't believe that. He, he, he said, I won't internet. be doing that at all. Me saying things, you know, actions are louder than words. That's my main focus right now. I think what he meant was... <laughs> he did I, turn off his replies. I think he meant was, I'm not going to go crazy on media. I think what he said is, I'm not going to like... I'm not going to listen to y'all. No, I think what he was saying is like, I'm not going live again. <laughs> Is that what it meant? That's what it meant. I mean, that's kind of how I took it. Because he is on social media. I just, I, I ref- you refuse I, to believe it. Yes. There's no evidence to suggest. <laughs> yeah. I would love it if he would literally be off of social media. I think, it, honestly, I, not just for him, I think for all of us, yeah, it would be I, healthy I, in fairness to, to put job, down like, the phone. I would love to be off of it. Like, Would you really, though? Yes. If you if you inherited uh, if you were not inherited if you were gifted yeah. forty million dollars you won the lottery you would you would not be on Twitter hundred uh, percent like I just think about you do it for your work yes again I, I that's what I tell myself no I don't know I, that it's actually a hundred percent true well like I think about it like whenever like I went on a, a big golf trip with my family and and friends last summer and. I was not like I was completely unplugged, and the same thing like when I was in so Europe, great in Europe, and it's just like, oh my god, this is what we used to do, and it would be better if he were. But anyway, it, it seemed odd because it didn't seem like he's going to be off social media. Uh, he does not acknowledge doing anything wrong in a lot of the local instances. This was a question I asked, and I, 
I kind of fumbled it, you know, it's a, it's a whatever, but, but he very quickly sort of cut me off. And cause I said, my question was in a lot of these local cases previously, you know, you've said you've done nothing wrong. Was it hard to come around to accepting your role in it? Right. Basically that was the question I was, I was, I was trying to get at with the Pacers thing. He was defiantly, they're just out to get us, whatever else. How has he come to this place where he's accepted that he has had a role in it? And what he said was, I said I had a role, but I didn't say anything about doing anything wrong. All those cases is sealed, so I can't speak on those cases. When I have my time to, everyone will know the actual truth in every incident. Well, the fact that the cases are sealed does not for a moment begin uh, to, to, to indicate that he can't speak to can't talk about it. He can talk about anything he wants. The fact that the, it just means we means that the media can't get at the documents. That's what it, that's what those cases are sealed. And the truth of the matter is, his counsel, I'm sure, had a role in having the cases sealed. The idea that that case about the high school kid is sealed, like the high, is sealed, is crazy. I've talked to judges about it, and they say there's no reason that case should be sealed. There's nothing like cases aren't just automatically sealed because someone's prominent. Um. There's no reason that case should be sealed. So not only can he talk about something, even though it's sealed, I suspect he had a role in getting the damn stuff sealed to the extent that things are sealed. So yes. that's crazy, but whatever. I, I, His legal team advised him to not say anything. Yeah, he doesn't want to talk about it. That's fine. Um, but here's my larger point. The most... The most striking thing to me that he said was when I asked him, oh, the, the softball, the softball about, hey, you're going to get some big ovation. You're going to come, you're going to be introduced tomorrow night. And how are you feeling about that? And I, I honestly thought that was just the, like, it's going to be great to be back in front of the fans, whatever else. And what he said was, honestly, I don't know. I feel like that's another thing that's been tough for me. Yesterday, going out with the team, when I went out with the, 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 the previous game where he sat with the team, early on, I kind of felt uncomfortable. I kind of feel the same way right now. And in all the stuff that was said, I just thought that had the absolute ring of, he looked uncomfortable. He looked uncomfortable, and it 100% stands to reason that he would be uncomfortable. He self-destructed in front of the world, and now he is having to make amends or recover or whatever in front of the world. Uh, yeah, is he a little? Uh, he is, and and so what you see is you see a guy who is, at turns, embarrassed, at turns, humbled, at turns, defiant, at turns, like he is all of those things. At, at different moments. And so when he's trying to hold on to, listen, I didn't do anything wrong in these instances, that's not surprising to me. Uh, you, you, you can just say, yes, I did this, but I didn't do this, whatever else. To me, I was just struck by the honesty of that statement. I'm uncomfortable. I And he wasn't asking for pity in that he was just stating how he is to come out and get applause for having effed up made a fool of yourself hurt your family cost yourself hundreds of millions and and then gone to 
get counseling and recovery. That's not the applause he ever wanted. And so if he's feeling abashed, uncomfortable, a little embarrassed, humiliated, um, that to me 100% stands to reason. It's hard enough to screw up and to try to make your way back literally just if all you were dealing with were intimate friends and family. When the whole world has watched it, of course he should be uncomfortable. Why wouldn't he be uncomfortable? I just thought it was a sort of an intensely human statement. And some will say, well, in fact, I, I posted my column online somewhere, speaking of social media, and someone said, he made his bed, let him lie in it. Well, yeah, yeah, no, he did. I, I, no, no one said otherwise. He is lying in it. And he is lying in it. And I would ask this. The fact that he brought it on himself, which is 100% true, does that make it easier to deal with or harder to deal with? I think it makes it harder to deal with. Not only are you going through all this crap, you did it to yourself. Even more a cause for embarrassment. You know, if something had been off, if something had been in a plane crash and walked away or whatever, then that's that's fine. Then you're, hey, he's like, no, he did this to himself. And now he's having to, kind of crawl back in front of his teammates, his coaches, every fan in the stands, every, you know, the, 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 the shout people on, 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 on national media who are embarrassing themselves. And that, it, it's funny when you see it, and there's a lot of good reporting, national reporting on John. I don't mean that. I just mean the, the opinion shows, the, the opinion, some of the opinion shows or whatever. When you when you're in the midst of it and you you see what, and then it, it's even more tawdry. That's just ugly. It's so just transparently clickbait crap that uh, that makes you a little feel a little sick, honestly, about the whole enterprise. Um, but anyway, so I suspect whenever he is introduced tonight, whether it's as part of the starting lineup or coming off the bench, there will be a enormous ovation because that's what people do. And because you're, you're an idiot if you don't wish him well, like selfishly, but also just as a human being who doesn't wish him well. And well, uh, if you want this team to be good. And then, yes, that's, I mean, selfishly, if yeah. you also, if you want the team to be good, they're much better with him, obviously. Um, but, but I, I think he will be a slightly uncomfortable and, uh, I'm looking forward, honestly, to getting it over with. I think, he will play. He will play tonight, you know, uh, barring some unexpected turn of events, and then he'll talk again tonight after the game, and it will be about basketball. How do you feel? How was it? How did you feel? And I also really do think that there is a chance, not an insubstantial one, that purely selfishly from a basketball perspective. He will be better because of this. Like a better human, better whatever else. And that's more, quote, unquote, more important. We all know that, blah, blah, blah. He also might be a better basketball player. Oh, yeah. I mean, this could easily motivate him. Not just motivate him, but if he is, in fact, changing the way he lives his life. Sure. Like I, I, I heard someone say, well, it clearly hasn't hurt his. They, they were debating whether he has an alcohol problem. I said, well, he clearly hasn't hurt his basketball. Who's to say? Yeah. I have no idea. Like, could there have been moments where he has short-shrifted basketball? Yes, he's a stupendous basketball player. Is it possible that nights like the one we witnessed uh, 
might not have helped his basketball? Could he even be better with fewer nights like the ones that we one we witnessed? Seems to me to stand to reason that he could be. He shot better last year. Anything else strike you? No, I think you pretty much nailed it. I mean, to me, I actually am pretty confident that the rest of the year is going to go fairly anticlimactically I, in terms of in terms of this stuff. Yes, you know, um, he's yeah. going to get questions about it. Whatever. What's the summer going to be like? What's next year going to exactly. be like? That's What's... that's the question for me. Right. Because if you look at, it, they only have really three. They have three like quick road trips. I think they're like they've. They have Atlanta. They have Atlanta. Then there's Chicago, and then there's that road trip to close the season. I don't. I suspect that's going to be drama free, and then I suspect in the playoffs it's going to be drama free. I would imagine so. Um, elsewhere in the NBA, Grizzlies now uh, firmly in second. Shout out to the Celtics. Shout out to the Celtics who did God's work in beating the Sacramento Kings last night. Um, and uh, but the the other dramatic development last night was in the Thunder's Clippers game. Paul George left with what looked to be a possibly serious knee injury, um, just making further uh, laying waste to the West, um, which is just ugly as can be. Right now, as the second team in the West, the Grizzlies would play the winner of a play-in game between. Do you know off the top of your head? I do. The Thunder and the Mavs. <laughs> you can get the Thunder. How about that? Thunder. They don't even want to win. <laughs> they don't even want to win, and it could be the Thunder and the Mavs. That's who is in the, right, right now in the play-in game. So a second, you would get the play-in game. If you happen to slip to third, but again, you're a game and a half now ahead of the Kings. With the potential tonight to make it two. Yeah. Uh, you, you, if you go to third right now, you would get Golden State. And we'd earlier thought, well, if you're second, you might get Golden State coming out of the plane. Well, now third is Golden State. But here's the thing. Golden State is only a game behind the Clippers. Right. So it's very, very, very possible that without Paul George, and it does feel like they will be without Paul George, if not during the playoffs, at least for a bit here, doesn't it? Certainly for the, yeah, I mean, I think. So it's very possible that the Clippers could easily slip down into that sixth spot. Easily. Oh, yeah. Golden State could ascend to five. Um, and uh, so it, it's impossible. It is impossible to choose your matchup here. Heck, it's, I'm not ruling out that the Thunder can't finish sixth. Right. Oh, it's impossible, A, to choose your matchup. Even if you if you wanted to strategize. Yeah. That's impossible. But then it's also impossible to know who you would strategize for. Correct. Because it's impossible to know who's, who's gonna playing play. for who. Like, if, if this Luca thigh thing is, like, he hadn't played since the MRI, like, and it's entirely possible that they're trying to make sure he is healthy and ready to go for the playoffs. But if you know that Luca's not playing in the playoffs, doesn't that make the Mavericks a lot more attractive of an opponent? Y- y- yes, it does. Yes, it does. Um, the uh, uh, I had one. Oh, yes, I wanted. I wanted to point out that that uh, Draymond Green, mm. who doesn't think about the Grizzlies because they're not at all. At all it's not a rivalry. Ex- 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 and they're because they're not a rivalry and and they don't have real estate in his head. He fired up the podcast again to go after Dylan Brooks. It's just unbelievable. They will not stop freaking talking about the Grizzlies. Never remember who hated him first. It is unbelievable. Literally like have some dignity. At some point 
You know what you do if you're not if you are above it. Like if you, if you're if you're uh, if you're if you're the favorite for the for the Republic Republican nomination. Okay. Uh, and you know what you do with your opponent? You don't debate them if you're way ahead, right? You don't debate them. You don't mention them. You just do your thing. Unless you're Trump. And yes. if you are or a Democrat, whoever, Democrat, yes. whatever, if you, you are, you, you, if you're, way, if the, you're a way ahead, you ignore your the peons, the political strategy. You don't like you don't give them any credit. You Truth use your time. Is, you use your time to be like to use it as a platform. It's the same thing. If if someone with two thousand Twitter followers tweets me something mean, what I really should do? Don't always. What I really should do is just freaking ignore them. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing. If you really don't care. About the Grizzlies and Dylan Brooks. Ignore them. But what you very clearly, you cared enough to fire up. This is this is two podcasts in three weeks the devoted thing, exclusively toward why the Grizzlies don't matter to you. The thing that's interesting to me, though, the two most vocal we don't care about them guys yeah. are Draymond and Clay. Clay. Steph doesn't really get into this. Right. And I think it's fascinating because I think both – Draymond and Clay are in these this weird point in their careers. Well, they're kind of wanting about their own relevance. Correct. Yeah, that's possibly true. That is possibly true. I want to get to uh, I want to get to John Martin. So we will do that next. I'll tell you if you want to celebrate the return of John Morant, uh, I recommend going to going to having a, a a beautiful dinner at Bounty on Broad. Um, get the what would be a celebratory meal? Get just, just go for coffee and dessert. I, before I've urged you to mm. go for Good carbs. Uh, so before I've urged you to go for the fried oysters and a drink at the beautiful bar, you could also just go uh, go with someone. You, you know what you could do? You get all four desserts. Go with three other people and get all four desserts here. Get the chocolate Nirvana, the dark chocolate sea salt souffle. <laughs> the, the dessert pan, sampler. The pan-seared, the, dessert, the pan-seared pound cake. I don't know what that means, pan-seared pound cake, but it comes with I bet seasonal it's seared fruit in a pan. and ice cream. And the Earl Grey creme brulee. Uh, and then just like pat, get four four spoons for y'all and pass it around. Or get one spoon. And get one spoon. Four and, for you. And report back. Four for you. The sampler. It's Bounty on Broad. It's beautiful. It's delicious. 410-813-12519 Broad Avenue. When we come back, John Martin's going to join us. It is Jeff Gawkins Show on a Wednesday, 92.9 FM ESPN. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Bain catches from Jones into the lane and Kleba running left hand hook. The window is good. Desmond Bain never stopped going towards the rim. He gets the bank off the window, and the Grizzlies lead by three. Tonight, John Morant and the Memphis Grizzlies return to FedEx Forum to take on the Houston Rockets. We'll have the pregame at 6.30 after the Gabe Coon Show. Tip at 7 o'clock with Eric Hasseltine live on 92.9. 92.9 FM ESPN is Memphis's Grizzlies station. Frame Corner, Memphis's premier in framing, has a special for spring sale. 50% off tabletop photo frames and ready-made art frames. Get $25 off your custom framing when you spend $150 if you mention this ad. Get the framing those diplomas, sports memorabilia, fine art, and limited edition prints. Visit Frame Corner at 5035 Park Avenue in Memphis or online at framecornermemphis.com. 
That's FrameCornerMemphis.com. Hey, everybody, this is Andrew Filipponi here bringing you the parlay of the day brought to you by FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Sweet 16 matchups coming up on Thursday night. Tennessee is fresh off a physical win over Duke and plays Florida Atlantic. The Owls are a five and a half point underdog. FAU is tied with Houston for the best record of any team in the tournament at 33 and three and averages 10 made threes per game. I like them getting points. Owls wear Gonzaga and UCLA face off in a rematch of 2021's epic Final Four game. Now the Bruins have the advantage. The Zags struggle to protect the rim. They give up a ton of points which will hurt them against UCLA's wealth of tournament experience. So lay the points against Gonzaga. That's it for the parlay of the day. Brought to you by FanDuel. Download the FanDuel app today and make every moment more with America's number one sports book. 21 plus at President Tennessee. Bonus issued is normal drawable free bets that expire seven days after receipt. Max free bet $100. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call T and Redline. 1-800-889-9789. This responsible gaming message is brought to you by the Tennessee Lottery. When you play the lottery, it's important to play responsibly. Know your limit and spend only what you can afford. Set a budget and stick to it. And remember, as long as you're having fun, you're always a winner in our book. The Tennessee Lottery is a proud supporter of National Problem Gambling Awareness Month. To learn more about problem gambling resources, visit tnlottery.com. Need a place to watch a big game? Check out Rockies East Memphis, located at 4694 Spotswood Avenue. Drinks, games, food, and the best staff. Rockies East Memphis wants you to cheer on the Memphis Grizzlies with them. And while you're at it, play a few games of pool while you're there. Bring your friends and stay for a while. Follow Rockies social media to keep up with food and drink specials. Rockies East Memphis, go Grizzlies, go! Mitsubishi Motors Spring Sales Event is on at Gossip Mitsubishi on the Pike. Come test drive the all-new 2023 Outlander Plug-In Hybrid Electric with 420 total range, 64 combined MPG, and 38 minutes best charging time. And you may be eligible for up to $7,500 federal EV incentive and $1,500 lease cash. Come check it out at Gossip Mitsubishi plus 2023 Mitsubishi Outlander with three rows of seating for up to seven people. We gossip at $4.99 a month or buy for $34.055. Looking for some peace of mind? In your new ride? How about Mitsubishi's 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty? 2023 Outlander, $4.99 a month, or get 1.9 for 36 months, and test drive the all-new 2023 Outlander plug-in hybrid electric. That's Gossip Mitsubishi, 1870 Covington Pike, or shop online at MemphisMitsubishi.com. If you want it, we got it and Gossip Motor Cars. Outlander PZO 12158 MSRP 34555 includes all rebates and incentives. PF695 excludes tax on license with approved credit. CD for complete details offer valid through 331-2023. Dealer stock only. Why have over 2 million people trusted their bath remodels to Bathfitter? When a normal day is anything but normal, we fit your schedule with our unique tub-over-tub process installed in just a day with no demolition. When high quality is the only quality that matters, we fit your standards. We've been remodeling baths for over 35 years, and every bath we install comes with a lifetime warranty. Get the bath you want in a day with quality that lasts a lifetime. Bathfitter, it just fits. Visit bathfitter.com to book your free consultation. Attention BetMGM customers. Have a friend who loves sports as much as you do? Here's a chance for both of you to earn a $50 bonus when they sign up through BetMGM's Refer-A-Friend program. Just sign into your BetMGM account and click on the Refer-A-Friend program to send your friend a message inviting them to register a new account in the same state that you use BetMGM in. Once your friend signs up and makes a deposit, you'll both receive a $50 bonus. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. You must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Tennessee only. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire in 30 days. For problem gambling support, call the Tennessee Red Line at 1-800-889-9789. That's 1-800-889-9789. Mom, Dad, Sis? Here we go again. Why are you in a suit? Picture, if you will, a world with the best network imaginable. I'm talking about the Xfinity 10G network. Go on. Mom, remember how your reality shows wouldn't load with all of us online? Now you can binge. And Susie, we'll have fast internet in the basement. Nice. If you have any questions, here's my card. This is just your name on a gum wrapper. Introducing the 10G network only from Xfinity. The future starts now. Now through April 23rd, new customers can get 200 megabit Xfinity internet during our limited time Xfinity 10G network launch celebration for just $25 a month for two years. Plus, there's no annual contract required and you get Wi-Fi equipment included. Go to Xfinity.com slash 10G, call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today. Requires paperless billing and auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Taxes and fees extra. After promo, regular rates apply to internet service and devices. Actual speeds vary. Are you looking for a homeowner's insurance, auto insurance, life insurance, business insurance? If so, this is Gary Parrish reminding you to get in touch with Elizabeth Rook Insurance. That's Elizabeth Rook Insurance, a second-generation local agency that's been owned and operated since 1981. It is the home of the Erie Rate Lock. What's the Erie Rate Lock? It's a way to lock in your auto rates indefinitely. So please get in touch with Elizabeth Rook Insurance, 867-SAVE, 867-7283 on the web, rookinsurance.com. Jeff's guests appear on the Service Master by Cornerstone phone lines. The experts when it comes to disaster cleanup. Service Master by Cornerstone. Now, back to the Jeff Calkins Show, presented by Genesis Memphis Covington Bike on 92.9 FM ESPN. All right, back on the Jeff Calkins Show. Joined now by John Martin. Every single day, Jason and John are on the radio from 11 to 2 unless... They happen to decide to take that week off, so you never know exactly. They keep you guessing, and that's one of the genius things with behind their show. They keep you guessing. But when they're on, on the occasions that they're on, like I was driving along yesterday, and I was listening to the radio show, and they just happened into this thing, and it struck me as so incredibly cruel, so incredibly cruel. What happened was is that they stumbled in this conversation about who was going to be on the Tigers and who wasn't going to be on the Tigers. And for whatever reason, John decided to recreate what it would be like when Penny Hardaway sat down to Malcolm Dandridge. And I ask you, on a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being kind and generous and respectful to Malcolm Dandridge for all the work he has done, and 10 being absolutely, brutally, cold-hearted, cruel, where would this fall? Oh, oh, that one. Listen to a little. Listen to that. I have a little bit of it for people. Yeah. Because you know those end-of-season meetings about to happen. Oh, yeah. For them ones that thought they was coming back but ain't coming back. It's coming to me. I'm starting to visualize it, right? Oh, yeah. I'm starting to mis- visualize it. Yeah. Hey, Malco, have a seat, man. No, Listen no. to this. Listen to this. Not Malco. Have a seat, big fella. This is going to hurt. You know, we've been together a long time. Long time, you and me, Malco. And I thought... 
of all my guys, I thought you were among the most trustworthy. I did, I thought that. But what did you do, Malco? 23, what did you do to me in the most important moments of my season? That's true. You put your hands on a made man. You put your hands on a hurt made man. Mm. And many people been in my ear, they've been whispering, they said, it's Malco's fault. They said, Malco cost you the season. I don't want that to happen again. I don't want to be in a situation a year from now where I can't trust you, man. Mm. We saw you on the court, man. What was you doing? You was loafing, man. You were loafing out there. So, and then you got the audacity to put your hands on my trophy. On the young man that I worked so hard to get here, I had to beat out North Carolina. I had to beat out Kansas. I had, to, and you put your hands on. So what I'm gonna do? Is I'm gonna put my hands on you, Jermaine. Jermaine, we're gonna need two for you, big fella. Farazi, get him out of my sight. His ass is out of here. He will do it. He will do it. We've seen it. I don't want to see your face. Smash down there. Smashed. Replace you with a two-star. I'll replace you with a two-star. I don't need you. The Get out. <laughs> you guys Let are probably right there. Let me ask you this. They've made how How, how do you, John, this is a fair question. I think it's a fair question. How do you sleep at night? Oh. How do you sleep at night after that? It, it takes a lot. It's like a concoction of melatonin and, and The guy, vodka. all he has done is he committed to the University of Memphis. He plays hard. Right. Well, okay, sometimes. But sometimes. He, he, he's injured. He, 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 he has given his all to this community. He's actually and a good dude. And you yeah. do that to him. That wasn't me. <laughs> no, no. It wasn't, wasn't you. That was the godfather. <laughs> right. right. That wasn't me. The the accent got better as as, as the as the segment got went, get you know went on. You didn't plan that. No, you just embraced it no, as it, it happened. It, it, here's the thing, right? We we very rarely plan. <laughs> That's why I'm aware. I'm yeah. keenly I'm keenly aware of that. The what only you thing do, I'll tell you what they plan. Vacations. Their vacations. Hey! They plan their va they plan their vacations. <laughs> they don't plan them well, but they do plan them. Yeah. Ah, that's great. Yeah. No. Look, I I like halfway sort of think that's how those meetings go. I mean, Penny is is ruthless when it comes to, um, you know, making the decisions to to part with players. He cut Tyler, and then Tyler was here twice. He cut Tyler. Um, he cut Landers. You know, he's just not afraid to 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 make those those hard decisions. And so, I I have no doubt that he is weighing that with Malcolm, and and Malcolm is probably weighing the same thing. Like, I, if I if I have one year left here in college, do I want to spend it at Memphis? Okay, on looking at the at the merits of not Malco's return, broadly speaking, but in that moment, what did Malco do wrong? I, he, of course, he shouldn't have pushed pushed yeah. Kendrick, and Kendrick honestly shouldn't have exploded at him. Like yeah, the, neither of those things. But those two things did not cost them the game. No, no, in no. Fact, no. I would argue that Kendrick's loss of composure, blowing up at Malco, getting hurt, yeah. and then of course whether that emotional state yeah. caused him to throw the pass that he threw. Malco didn't cost him that game. Well, we don't we don't 
We don't really know what was behind the explosion, right. except so, for we believe it to be either you call it, one can call it loafing or one can call it uh, playing while exhausted. Y- yeah. Well, if you're exhausted, you know, why are you exhausted? Right. I mean, there's because you're out of shape. But are you out of shape because you've been because you've been injured? I, I think I'm um, again. My my guess, and I don't know this, is that Kendrick was frustrated by M- Malcolm's. Just if you go back and watch it, that play. I mean, it was in it was in Malcolm's area, mm-hmm. and Malcolm was very much just sort of like loafing. Right. I mean, around the rim, like he was yeah. just. He was not, um, you know, actively trying to get position or actively going for the rebound. And I think, you know, Kendrick was probably a little frustrated with himself that he took a, a bad shot, got hurt yeah. while he took the bad shot, and then Malcolm didn't get the rebound or even go for the rebound. So I think, I think that was probably because you know how sometimes like you'll when make you're a, hurt, it, it literally pain causes can cause. Oh a, yeah, 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 yeah. It, it's. Pain and the recognition that you're right. hurt and you may m- miss right. the wrestling, all that explodes. Yes, and it may explode out at Malcolm oh, rather I, than. I, I've in- I've done things to myself, right? I've I've you know I've hurt myself or I've I've broken something, and my first instinct is to blame the person nearest to me, right? right. Like even Why'd if they you had, f- if yeah. you would have just not done, you right, know, like, yeah, yeah. If you you know, so I get it. Um, just just really unfortunate, and I hate that that are, the are Godfather you 100% had to do that. Certain that. Malcolm Dandridge wouldn't be a useful piece on a team next year. Yeah, no, I think he's he's yeah, and I think he is a he is a he he, he does he does actually as do a some backup good things. big. Yeah, he's yeah, a, yeah. He's, I'm not 100 percent certain that Penny can yeah. go out. Let's we know Ko's going pro. He's going pro. Yeah. We know Ko's going pro, and we know and we know uh, DeAndre. You you didn't you, get, you didn't you didn't clip up that part up when Penny got the call that he was going I, no, pro in something no, other I than sports. No, no, when DeAndre. When DeAndre DeAndre's not coming back, you can call him a big or not. You sure? DeAndre's not coming back. Ko's not coming back. Malco's not coming back. We believe Chandler is coming back. Mm-hmm. But are they going to go out and get three bigs better than Malco? Well, if Malco get, doesn't come back, they don't need to get three bigs. Two better bigs. Than Malco. Two. I, mean, I, I would say one. It's a starter. Well, okay, that's fine as a center. But they yeah. need, they'll need a, they'll need some backup. I guess Chandler can be the backup big. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah, they'll 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 add you know a, a, another big. They'll add two more bigs. They should, um, you know, the big kid from TCU. I know they've made calls on Eddie Lampkin, mm-hmm. um, who was actually like the highest ranked kid in the portal. So, in terms, at least according to one uh, uh, EvanMia.com is is the website that has Eddie Lampkin graded at number one. So that would jive with what Penny typically does, right? He gets the number one <laughs> ranked tr- uh, transfer uh, in the portal. So. Yeah, I think two. But yeah, no, I think if uh, look, it, it's all going to come down to how the, each feels about each other. Like, are there hard feelings about the way it ended? If not, then I would welcome Malcolm back. That that was a that was not me. No, of course not. That of course was not. That was the Godfather. He's uh, right a, now. He's in a bad mood. Predict that day. predict to me what members of this team, the team we just saw, disappointing fashion, lose to Florida yeah. Atlantic will be suited up mm-hmm. for the Memphis Tigers next year. Now, you know, you do realize in asking me this, even Penny doesn't know who's eligible. I know that. Right? I'm just asking you to so, so, So the head coach doesn't know who no, can what, come what, back and who can't, right? <laughs> right and you're right. going to ask me. Right, yeah. But, but I, again, w- without knowing, I assume the Lawsons are back. Um, Keontae Kennedy? Keontae Kennedy, I assume, is back. Yep, yep. I'm trying to think is that else. it? Jaden is back. Jaden, that's it. Um, I, I think no. Malcolm's probably back. 
Really? Is my guess. Yeah. 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 Because, you know, at the end of the day, neither one of them, you know, they can't quit each other. The East guys never. This, t- and this isn't like Alo. In other words, he does use Malco inappropriately. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like so it's I, not like people shouldn't right. be celebrating if he's gone. Well, and I don't think I don't think Malcolm's going to have this long list of Power Five suitors. You know, I mean, I think he could drop down a level and be a starter and play twenty five minutes. What a do game, you think but... of the Jonathan experience? You were always one of his biggest uh, supporters, yeah. and he had some big moments. He did. He was not a consistently reliable player. He was also well, not consistently relied on as a player. That, that, I, mean, I think I think those two things go hand in hand. I mean, I, I wish. I wish there were a little bit more of a body of work that, that that was put on tape so that we could go into next season feeling like, all right, there's just this sort of natural transition. Jonathan's going to be the the lead guard next year. He's got, he got 15, 20 minutes a game this year. Didn't happen consistently enough. You don't think he's going to be the starting point guard next year? I don't, but I, I, no. I, I do think he's he's going to be really good. I, I do. I just think he— I, I can imagine him being the swing guard off mm-hmm. the bench. Absolutely. Right? Like, I can yeah. imagine, like, you, whatever. You have yeah. a point guard, Keontae, yep. or whatever, and then he's the yeah, swing you, you guard. you got to go out and get a wing. you got to get a point guard, you got to go out and get a, get a wing, um, go out and get a starting big. So, yeah, no, I think I think Jonathan is, is you know, I think his minutes will be more consistent next season, and I think by the time he's a junior, right, like Jonathan's doing the old school path. You know, which right. is get into a program, redshirt, develop. It's By the time you're an upperclassman, and you do believe Mikey's coming, don't you? Yeah, he's signed. He's, he's yeah, I know he's signed. He's yeah. coming, right? There's yeah, no, he's coming. Disrupt him. I mean, would I bet on him finishing the season? I don't know. I mean, I think that's a different question, right? Like, I just think that this is uncharted territory in terms of this new age of kid, and you know how much they need to play college basketball. I mean, there were you know there were times last season, not this past season, but the year before. Where I would get calls about Jalen Duran saying I'm not playing anymore, um, right. so that that is and he's he's not the level of player that Jalen is, but I mean, he does hot, have right, more right. money than Jalen did, right. and he did have more followers on Instagram than. So, How did so you it'll be feel? Take me inside the mind of John Martin, because the truth of the matter is, I was I was talking to a group at Rhodes yesterday, and I was explaining, which I believe that. One of the fundamental challenges with the university is that they will never be the city's team in the way that they once were because the Grizzlies now exist, right? It's just like, but you grew up at a time when they were, mm. and you, they are mother's milk to you, right? And so at the end of that game, where were you watching? I was watching at my house. Okay. How did you feel? Well, it was, it was, uh, it was all bang, bang, because I was, I was literally – this game was going off at like 10.57 – and I had you were a, about to do the yeah, I had you were the field about of 68. To, oh. So I was like trying to get ready for that's that. That's good. You had a distra- emotional distraction. And I think that's why I wasn't able really to process it. It's an ongoing process. You and Job both. Yeah, exactly. And I, I think I need counseling. But There's, I, I can raise my hand here. There's no doubt about yes. that in my mind. But honestly, I, I, I tweeted this, and it is how I feel. I felt like I was a I was a, a a heavyweight class boxer, and I was like controlling the fight ten eight ten eight ten eight, 
you know, right. every round. I was right. I was doing exactly right. what my coach told me to do. <laughs> right. You know, I was getting into wasn't body necessarily blows. your best rounds no, or your no, best was, fight, it, but it, you I were in control. Were, you, you were know, in control. It was close. It was close, you know, but I was handling business, right? Yeah. And then in the last round, in the 12th round, you know, my coaches bring me over to the corner like, all right, this is it. You know, all you got to do is not get stung. All you got to do is not get hit in the face and fall down. I said, I coach, I got it. I'm ready to go. So I get out there and boom, I get hit in the face and I'm down for the count. <laughs> like, that's how I feel. That's how I felt. That I did everything I needed to do until the last minute and uh, kind of crapped the bed. And so. Um, and are you now, does, it, it, hurt, it, was, does it, it hurt you emotionally that Tennessee is flourishing as your Tigers are? No, I mean, not? no, I, I don't think that has anything to do Nothing. with it. I don't think Tennessee's. Well, you're, known, you're not a fan of the Titans. You're not a fan of Tennessee. Right. Like people right. don't understand your bias. No, I think my, my, I think, I think my pain is sort of self-controlled okay. into what Memphis didn't do. Right. You know, it's not related. Yeah, I, I think you know Tennessee had a great win against. I was high on Tennessee when they had Ziggler, and they don't anymore. But uh, it doesn't all the way shock me that they're where they are. Um, but but my focus is what Memphis should have done and didn't, and I think that's that's the pain. Yeah. John, we appreciate it. I got to get you out of here. It's going to take two people, but um, yeah. get out of here. Uh, okay, man. I got to. Uh, I know you got things to do. Yeah, no, I have to. Uh, You're planning a radio show. Well, I have to do that. I have to monitor the. Uh, did the uh, is the you know Fishman told me are they are they are they uh, the the rates? Yeah, they are they going the, up. Do we have the do we have a, have we, do we have I don't think we have an interest rate. <laughs> I understand that that's important to all of our listeners. I don't think we have an, okay. a, a decision on the interest rates yet. All right. Uh, the S and P is up just a little bit. Uh, so you know. Okay. <clears throat> so that would suggest not. We're waiting for the Fed rate decision, okay. uh, and uh, and uh, and I'm sure yes. I'm, I'm going to go check that. All our leaders are on. Thank you, Charles. Our listeners are on on the edge of their seat. Um, I will tell you. What did you think, by the way? Do you think Malcolm's going to be back, Jeffrey? Probably. I, I I'm kind of with John. Like, you have to see, you have to see it to believe it with an East kid. You know and I mean? he is a useful basketball player. Agreed. You I know? mean, it's also a good dude. I like Malcolm, but he's a useful basketball player. He, I don't know it's if they're going to find a better play. Like a, if they can get better bigs, sure. But like, I still think there's a role for Malcolm. Right. Uh, it is uh, springtime, ladies and gentlemen. It's been kind of a rough start, though, hasn't it? Like we got freaking cold. Now we got wet storms. Miserable. I had to use my blow dryer or my wife's blow dryer on my dog today. It's pathetic. This morning. It's pathetic. But spring is coming. Houses are on the market. You may be selling your house. If so, I would urge you to make sure you get in touch with the folks from Josh Heisa and his team over at Keller Williams. Phone number is 461-8147-461-8147. Among other things, I was talking to this woman out in Bartlett. She's the one who told me about it. They had, because she did it. Your price, our promise, which is you get together, you come up with an appropriate price for a house, and uh, and uh, it goes on a market. They look at all the comps and whatever else. You and Josh together come up with this. And uh, if you agree upon a price, and then if you don't get that price, at closing, he'll make up the difference. Now, the truth of the matter is, you'll give him the expert way that he markets your house, uh, given his network, you probably get the price, but uh, it's it's wonderfully comforting to know that you have that baseline. So whether you're looking for a new house or what, whatever you're you're doing that has occasioned you to have to sell your house, uh, you know you will get that price. It's called your price, our promise. One of the many things that they have at Josh Hysaw, one of the many reasons they have hundreds, literally hundreds 
of five-star Google reviews. I didn't do those. Other people did those. Real people who sold and bought houses with Josh did those. It's 461-8147, 461 Look up and start packing. If you need to sell your home, there's only one thing to do. Call Josh, H-I-S-A-W. Go to JoshHysaw.com. This has been a very strange year for the Miami Heat. While they're still on the hunt in the East for the playoffs, they've been awful against the spread. Worst in the NBA, to be exact. The Heat are an incredibly terrible 26-44-3 against the spread. A dismal 37%, including 6-16 in their last 22. With the Heat battling for seeding, I don't see this changing for the rest of the season. I'm Trista Crick, helping you beat the books. Ray Maliazzi here for eBay Motors. So you ordered a new air filter for your car. You try to install it, but it doesn't fit. So you take a little bit off the sides. What still doesn't fit? Well, you could try to sit on it. Or get it right the first time with eBay Guaranteed Fit. When you see the check, you know that part's going to fit. Air filters, brakes, headlights, over 122 million parts. Get the right parts at the right prices. 